I see Christians who are so strong in their faith that never seem to have any sort of doubts. And yet I wrestle with the basic things of the faith. Does that make me a lesser Christian? A weak Christian? Am I even a Christian? This is Consider It, where we're considering questions regarding life, theology, and the church. Consider It is a ministry of Redemption Bible Church here in New Braunfels, Texas. Do you have questions regarding life, theology, or the church? If so, text the word redemption and your question to 474747 and we'll consider your questions. To learn more about our church and everything we're doing here, visit redemption.bible. I'm Aaron Orozco. And I'm Blair Cushman. Let's consider it. Hey guys, thanks for joining us today on Considered. As usual, let's just start with the question that was submitted. Uh, Today we take on a rather short, uh, simple question. It just says, is doubt a sin? Is doubt a sin? Yep. Okay. Okay. I like these kind of questions. Yeah. Like we say on the podcast, we take questions on life, theology, and the church, and this uh, maybe falls into all three of those categories, I yeah, guess, right? But it's a sure. real practical one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think anybody that has followed the Lord for any sort of uh, for any length of time has most likely wrestled with their faith at some point, right? You know? um, and that's, I guess, really kind of the thing. Like we should maybe clarify what is doubting. It's like wrestling or questioning the sure. truth. You yeah, know? Uh, the veracity of certain realities. Um, the you know is uh, is God real you know to the very existential very fundamental sure. things is God real is all this worth it um, is Jesus who he said he was right. to uh, um, you know to maybe to some of the finer points of theology and things and doubting you know what certain people say um, but probably where the rubber meets the road for most Christians is when it comes to assurance of yeah. their faith. Yeah. yeah, yeah. this is this the question that was, I, I like it because I think it's a, re, a very relatable question to, yeah. to a lot of people. I think Christians, uh, often you get saved, you come into the church and, and you you come uh, around maybe a group of people who, who seem to just have it all together or maybe know everything and you are maybe kind of questioning trying to learn and you're like well does that make me lesser than does that right. make me not a christian um and 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 then even you know on the other hand you have people christians who maybe have been walking with christ for a long time yeah and then you you get down the road and you start asking questions that maybe you've never asked before right. um and questioning in ways that maybe makes you think well maybe then i'm not you know a christian or maybe right. am am i in sin and in questioning or wanting to ask these these questions so i think it's a interesting question to right. to to think about right there's there's kind of two maybe fundamental kind of arenas in which we doubt we doubt our own self our own salvation you yeah. know is is this true and then we doubt things about the lord sure you know about his existence and things or even as christians about his character and his yeah. abilities mm-hmm. about god's like uh, we we get in a season of trial and we ask is like is is god able to come through in this situation yeah is god who he says he is um to the points of like, is this even worth it? Yeah. You know, all the 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 living against the culture of the uh, the 
cost of following Christ? Is it really worth it? You know, the pain that I'm experiencing, maybe the outright persecution that I'm uh, experiencing, the strife that this is causing between me and a friend or me and my spouse or me and yeah. family members. And we begin to ask these types of questions and uh, and which, you know, categorize as doubt. And so yeah. um, to come to the question then, is doubt a sin? Is is a good question to ask, and and I don't know that there's a simple answer. Yes and no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think yeah, I, I, you know, I think to just answer the question, right. and as we flesh it out, I think it's yes and no. Yeah, you yes know, and and, no. and like a lot of things, it really depends where your heart is coming from, and and what your attitude about this doubt is, right. and and kind of where it takes you. Right, right, and that's that's why the answer is both yes and yeah, <laughs> and sure. no, because you know let's let's just answer. It. Okay, if it's if it's yes, is doubt a sin? Um, here's where I would say yes is when your doubt is attached to unbelief. Mm that is leading you away from the Lord um, and your goal is to disprove, you know, whatever this is. And so if your doubt is not attached to faith um, and and your agenda is actually to be antagonistic, sure. you know, and just to be skeptical, you know, to where it leads to scoffing. Mm. Um, I think the book of Jude kind of uh, talks about this. He he leads us there. The writer of of Jude he says, "You must remember." This is Jude. Um, there's only one chapter, but verse 17. He says, "You must remember, beloved, the prediction of the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ. They said to you in the last time there will be scoffers following their own ungodly passions. It is these who cause divisions, worldly people devoid of the Spirit." He says, but you, beloved, building yourselves up in the most holy faith and praying in the Holy Spirit, keep yourselves in the love of God, waiting for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ that leads to eternal life, and have mercy on those who doubt. Save others by snatching them out of the fire to show others mercy with fear, hating even garments stained by the flesh. And so, uh, you know, he's he's talking about that. The, the word doubt comes up, you know, obviously yeah. to have mercy on those who have faith, you know, um, but when it's when doubt is 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 characteristic among those who are scoffing the things of mm. God, who are leading to you know what it talks about uh, divisions, worldly people they're they're devoid. They don't have the Holy Spirit. The Spirit of God yeah. is not alive in them. And so that when doubt is characteristic of an unbeliever, oh well, that's not true. Oh, that's not true. I mean, that's a device of Satan. Go all the way back to the garden. Right. What was you know the enemy's first attack of Eve? Did God really say? And planting this doubt in her heart um, there, and that's just been a tactic to keep people captive, to keep people deceived, um, uh, is through this route of doubt. And so then those that you know are unbelievers who don't have the spirit are doubting, and and uh, um, and then causing other people to do it as well. Mm. Always questioning, never coming to any conclusions, leading both themselves and others away from the Lord. And so if it's that kind of doubt. That kind of really, which goes into the line of skepticism, of scoffing, of antagonism against the things of God, that's unattached from faith, then, you know, the answer is yes. For sure. And I, and I think another helpful point to mention is that when when doubt leads to a rejection of the truth yeah. is when it becomes sin, right? right? Because I think the person asking the, the question, you know, 
we can probably assume that we're coming from like a biblical like right. we're a christian asking this right. question right is doubt sin we obviously right. care if, if our if our thinking is sinful or not so we can just safely say this is probably a christian yeah you've heard the truth you yep. know the truth right, right. you you that doesn't we're not saying you know like all the intricacies of all the the crazy theology that exists and and all the you know the mysteries of who god is but you know the truth right you yeah. know the gospel um when this doubt leads to rejecting that truth that we know not only in our like we already know that the law is written in our heart but we know this we've believed this i think we're crossing into a sinful mindset sinful um territory and i think that's you know a lot of us christians have experienced that situations where like we know the truth of who god is like we know he's going to provide or maybe um we know that our all our joy is in him but circumstantially you know like our life we're not feeling that right Right. like you know i know god is going to provide but you know i don't have a job you know my family's struggling i've been struggling for six months like that's an interesting position for a christian where you know that god is your provision and he will provide but like it's easy in the moment to maybe doubt that or to or to have unbelief yeah you know that I think as Christians, we've all been in in places like that where we we kind of like a characteristic of who God is isn't like fitting with yeah. our circumstance. And I think a natural thing to do is to is to question, is to doubt. Right. But it becomes sin when you start to reject that truth, right? right? And right. to say, well, you know what, God doesn't provide for me. Right. You know, God isn't enough. Right. You know, that's where your heart is starting to reject right. who who God is. Right. Um, and that's that's a sinful thing. That's right. a dangerous thing. That's, that's a very you, dangerous thing. You're yeah. you're getting like, do is the spirit inside of you, right? Is right. is the spirit indwelling right. in you? Because right. I think when you have the spirit, uh, when you come into these moments, I think your response, like you were saying, like where does this doubt take you? Right. You know, a, d- a doubt like that should take you to to go more into God and say, God, I don't understand, right? right? I don't know why this is happening, but I believe you are who you say you are, right? Right, I think of uh, of the the man with the the sick boy in Mark nine, right, where he says, "God, I, Jesus, I know you could do everything, and so if you would have compassion, you could heal my boy, and so yeah. I believe that you can, but help my unbelief." Right, right? and there you see like that kind of like that that dichotomy, like I know you can do this, right, but like I also don't, right, but I'm I struggling. Yeah, I don't know how to like literally do that. Yeah. Um. And 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 Jesus actually has compassion on him. He doesn't right. like turn him away or say, right. you know, like you have little faith. He actually says, you know, it's granted to you, like right. your faith. Um, which I think that's a a good model for us as right. Christians. Like, right. we believe these truths about God and Jesus. Yeah. And sometimes our circumstances like cause us to be like, yeah, to question, right, right. to say. God, I don't. You say this, right. I'm not feeling it. Right. Um, and I think the the our natural response has to be help my unbelief, God. Right. Help my unbelief. Right. Like help change my heart. Right. Change my heart. Right. Jesus demonstrates what Jude commands there is to have mercy on those who doubt. Right. You know, Jesus has mercy on the man and the and the son and healing him. And Jude tells us, even as believers, who, those who aren't in a season of doubting, right there, yeah. walking with a brother or sister, is to have mercy on them and help point them to the truth. Mm-hmm. And so you bring up a good, uh, helpful thing, you know, where it's, yeah, yes, it's sinful, um, and and what it's pointing out here is maybe you don't have the spirit of God, which obviously then yeah, of course doubt is sin because yeah. you're, you're not saved, and so you're you're 
still enslaved to your sin. Sure. Um, and so, of course, it is. But even as a believer, somebody who is saved, uh, who is uh, you know has quenched the Holy Spirit, mm. um, and who's living out and it's leading you away, that's a dangerous thing because sure. what it might be revealing is may, well, maybe you're not a Christian. Yeah. Um, but also, if you're just heading down that, well, yeah, that's a, a sin against God and a quenching of the Holy Spirit, because then you go to Romans 8, and what does the Holy Spirit do? It gives confirmation mm. to our soul, where our, right. our soul, our spirit cries out, Abba, Father, to the Lord. You know, that uh, because we've been adopted, the work of the Holy Spirit gives us this assurance, this uh, affirmation that we are indeed children of God. And when that's when it's not leading us to that, you know, yeah. You, and that's not to say you can't question, but when it's leading you away from that to reject your sonship or you know your uh, being a child of of the Lord, then uh, then that's revealing something. Well, maybe you actually are, like Jude said, devoid of the Spirit. Mm. Um, and so in those cases, yes, it is sinful. And so, but let's let's we said it's both yes and no. So when is it not? You know, was, and you're 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 getting us there. And when it's not sinful, is in those moments where we are struggling, mm. the moments where we are questioning, where we're seeking greater clarity about you know a theological truth about God. Yeah. When we're seeking clarity about the the way of faithfulness and how we're to walk in this. And so when we're questioning that, but our questioning comes from a place of faith or trust in the Lord, and we're going to walk uh, walk this out. And right. So you mentioned a great scene. Uh, there's also the scene in in Matthew 14 when uh, Jesus is walking on water, and you know Peter tries to come out after right. him, and then he falls. Right. You know he starts to sink, and he cries out, "You know, Lord, save me!" And uh, and Jesus, you know, immediately reaches out his hand, takes hold of him, and says to him, "Oh, you of little faith, why did you why did you doubt?" Right. You know, and uh, and and that's not necessarily a, a a harsh rebuke from Jesus. It it is a it, it's it, you know I think there's a tinge of mercy in his voice there, um, saying, "Hey, I'm right here. Like, just right. keep your eyes fixed on me. Don't don't doubt me." You yeah. know, even in the midst where he was like, "Ah, are you gonna save me, Lord?" And Jesus reaches out to save him. And I don't know that Peter was sinning there. He was just showing his constraints, his humanity, yeah. his questioning, and uh, Jesus once again proving himself that led to greater faith and trust on Peter's part. And so that's where I would say, you know, we said the source and the destination then, you, yeah. and where it takes you is well, when it's attached to faith and just growing and maturing, and it is leading us to greater conclusions, greater certainty, greater conviction in the truth about who God is and what He does, um, then no, doubting isn't a, a sin, um, especially when we're wrestling with it because we want to uh, grow deeper in our understanding and our affection and our application to the things of God. And so when it's leading us there, then, then yeah, we should question. You know, yeah. Our faith isn't just a blind faith where we just accept everything and right. you know it's detached from reality. And no, like it's we we should question things. We should go deeper. We should be inquisitive. We should want to seek uh, greater understanding, greater feeling, greater uh, application because that's worship. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and you, you make a great point. I think a lot of times people, you know, maybe this is my this might be characterized of people who gets. Uh, 
exposed to the church early and and are around christianity early that you kind of are are conditioned to just accept everything to just you know become a christian everything will be good you know we don't question we don't you know use our brains we just kind of accept everything right um and i think when when things get difficult that's where oftentimes you see a lot of these people you know walk away from the church because they've never had a real a personal faith right Right. a personal relationship with 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 christ you know you think about david and in the psalms you see so often where he goes and he makes he cries out to the lord he says why have you forsaken me you know like how long are you gonna forget me lord and and those like things like in a in a like if you take them at face value like they're not consistent with the character of God, right? God has never forsaken him. Right. He has not forgotten about David. Yeah. Uh, but David is in his humanity saying, God, I feel like this, right? right? Yeah. I feel this way, like you are not here. Um, I'm alone. But if you keep on reading what's so interesting about the Psalms and why it's so um, instructive for us of how to lament and how to just like make our our feelings and requests known to God is that he always ends in worship. Right. You know, it's never this like rejection of who god is but it's that like this is how i feel this is where i'm at this is my situation but you oh god are these things right Right. restore the joy of my salvation um you know save me come to me quickly like uh he he, he's kind of like those two that dichotomy that i was talking about earlier like this is how i feel but this is what i know is true remind me of these things right right? like spirit like bring these things to my mind um and that's a i think that's a helpful picture for us as christians to see that like there are going to be times in our life where like it's just hard to understand to hard to see um that god hasn't forsaken us right like you think of just the real broken situations that we encounter in 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 the in the world and in those moments it is hard to say like you know god you are good or like god why like you haven't forsaken me like right. there's times where that's very difficult to say right. and it's okay to make those requests and cry out to god and right. say like i feel like this right but like david it doesn't lead to a rejection of no. of who he is it actually it leads to like a greater intimacy with right. god and say like you know even in these moments even in these situations where i don't fully understand i'm going to trust and have faith yeah. and cling to this truth that right. that you are Right. who you say you are that's right it leads to to worship exactly you know, what david's doing as he recalls to mind the you know the love of god his salvation how god has come through and so it's not wrong for him to to cry out and to lament even that mm-hmm. you know like lamenting is maybe a form of doubting if you want yeah. um of saying god why why is this happening to me i don't understand you know and it's where tragedy meets the sovereignty of god and right. so we're just like we're trying to wrestle with that and we don't always understand but where it's not sinful is when it leads us to worship because yeah. that's actually what happens in the back in Matthew 14 in the the scene that I just referenced about Jesus walking on water and then Peter walking and sinking after that as he says you know why oh you have a little faith why'd you doubt the very next uh, verse that got him to the boat the wind ceased and those in the boat worshiped him mm. saying truly you are the son of God right I led them then to worship 
and they recognize, well, God, you are the Son of God here. Right. You, you, Christ, are the are the Son of God, and and it leads to worship, and and so that in in those instances, and that's not, you know, when we think of worship again, that doesn't mean that it's all like everything's all all great, and it's just the naive, you know, excited, exuberant worship, but an awe and a wonder and a, a greater devotion and and submission to the Lord Jesus. Um, that's where it leads us to, even in the tragedy, even in the hardship, even in the you know in our sorrows. Yeah, as we're doubting and questioning things, as it's leading us deeper in and not farther away. Right. And uh, and when it is, when that's our destination, then if that's the fruit of what's happening is as a you know a result of our doubts, then we can come back and we can see, well, that's the heart. This is the fruit of uh, if it's leading us farther away from the Lord, then that's. That should cause us to wake up because it's exposing something about what's actually true about our heart. Yeah, uh-huh. and I, I think we, especially when we're dealing with these like life questions, mm-hmm. it seems like we say this a lot, but it, because it's important, I think it's true. It's like this is why the church is important, right? Right, because when you are doubting, this is when the gathering and right. being a part of your church is so important because right. oftentimes you come in. Um, discouraged right you come in weary tired heavy laden and and jesus works through the body through the singing of the saints through the proclamation of his word right like you're encouraged by even testimony of seeing what god is doing in others lives you know and it's when you're doubting and you isolate and you stay away you know i I, i'm not feeling it you know i i feel like i'm dry and so the last place I want to go to church. Actually, that's the that's the first place you that's want to be going. First place you need because yeah. that's where you're going to be uh, rejuvenated. You're going to be encouraged, and and God uses. He meets with this people, and it's so interesting how He has set that up as a grace to us. That it's not right. just like for when we're you know excited and doing great and our walk is strong to come right. and celebrate that. It is that, but it's also to 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 for edification. You know right. what I mean? Right. Which is to help build up those who are. Who are weak? Who right. are uh, um, discouraged and um, doubting? And doubting, right? Right. There's nothing that the enemy wants more than to plant doubts in your mind, and then and then discourage you from being amongst the body of Christ. You know, the devil prowls around like a roaring lion, mm. and so he wants those that are struggling, that are asking these questions. He wants to get them off alone, so he can devour right. their faith. And so when you're doubting, the, like, like you're saying, the first place, the priority in your life, where you need to be is amongst God's people, right. not farther away. Hmm. Like the church is the safe place to ask the questions. Yeah. You know, some, in some church cultures, that's not safe, and, and you, know, you would be ostracized for that. But uh, let me just tell you, like a healthy, growing, thriving, faithful church has room for people who are asking questions, who are yeah. doubting, who are taking it, you know, and redemption isn't perfect, but bring on your questions, yeah. bring on your doubts. Submit them here to the podcast. Bring them to your small group, and uh, and and if you're a part of another church, I, I hope that that would be the case. If it's not, then maybe some to go find another biblical, healthy, you know, uncommon community, God glorifying, disciple making church. But uh, but it is the place where you exactly need to be. And don't mm. buy into that lie. Don't buy into the you know the self care mantras of our uh, of, of our culture. Oh, just take a day to yourself and go go do things. I mean. Sure, you can go and have days to yourself. You know, I'm introverted, and and so I love to take a day to you know read and be by myself. But on the days where I'm doubting, where I'm really struggling mm. and discouraged, I need to be around God's people. 
um, yeah. and and particularly on a Sunday, but just even throughout life. Like I need I I need brothers around me at night. Right. I need to be with my small group guys. I need you know I need the community of faith who will bolster me because isolation only leads me in one direction. Right. Yeah. And and, and I think that's even. Uh, a call to to believers to share the work that God is doing always, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, so often we see in the, in the Old Testament like that's that's like just part of their culture sharing right. the the testimony of what God has done, right? Like yeah. we've been talking about, we've been going through Exodus and like uh, yeah. one of the most recalled things in Scripture is the Exodus. Right, you brought us out of the land of Egypt, right, and the reason that they they never cease to 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 recall that is so that they can remind themselves like hey this is who god is he's faithful right and i think with for me personally like in my life god has has encouraged me unknowingly to the person you know speaking to me and just them saying what god is doing in their life and and the great things that god is doing And, and even for me that's just a reminder yeah like god is not Right. not at work he is at work you right. know what i mean uh even when i don't see it uh when i don't know what's going on like he he's working right, right? and i think for christians that's something that we need to make more we need to make that like normal right, right. we need to make that a just a, a common occurrence of sharing the work that god is doing in our lives so that our brothers and sisters who are doubting who are maybe struggling right. can know like no god is god right. is who he says he is right Right, and we can share that unashamedly. You know, we live in a culture that really uh, values sharing our struggles right being vulnerable and and the things that we're you know struggling with sins that we're going through difficulties of life which is good right we should um, no doubt but we also don't need to be ashamed about sharing the good things that are happening as well and when we're in seasons of joy because that gives great hope to those who are struggling yeah and that's what we need in the midst Mm. of our doubts we need hope yeah god is who he says he is we need assurance that okay if he's if he's able to come through in that joker blair's life he can come through in my life yeah yeah if he did that for the israelites surely he can do that now and uh and that's the the beauty of the lord and you know one of the outworkings of he's the same yesterday today and forever like yep. he hasn't lost any of his strength god hasn't lost any of his authority he hasn't lost any of his ability to work uh, in uh, in our human lives and we need that hope we need that reassurance right. especially when we are doubting and so we press into the lord uh through the word we press in through uh the community that god has given us so that it leads us to greater worship both individually in our own heart and corporately in the body of of Christ and and that's like there's just so much value to that for sure well thanks for tuning in to consider it a ministry of redemption bible church here in Brownfield Texas where we are taking on questions regarding life theology and the church if you'd like to submit a question text the word redemption and your question to 4747 like to learn more about our church, visit us at redemption.life. We thank you for your support and listening, and we hope you'll join us.